0: It's <laughs> good.
1: Evening, everyone, and welcome to our Harvest Evening service. Uh, I'd like to personally welcome Donoghadee Male Voice Choir to our service this evening. Uh, We thoroughly enjoyed them last year at our Evening Harvest. And if you weren't here last year, you're in for a treat. And we're looking forward to hearing more from them a little later on. I'd also like to welcome Margaret Bailey, as well, from Storehouse. Uh, who is going to come and speak a little later uh, on about the tremendous work that they do throughout the year. So we're looking forward to that also. Um, And the offering this evening, there will be an offering that will go towards uh, Storehouse. Um, Just a wee reminder about mobile phones, if, uh, if you can make sure just that your mobile phone is on silent or switched off. Let me start the service with Psalm 139, Psalm 139 and uh, verses 1 to 6. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me, you know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar, you discern my going out and my lying down, you're familiar with all my ways, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in, behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Let me pray. Father, as we come this evening, we are so thankful and so grateful um, to all of your blessings. Lord, so much that you provide for us and, uh, Father, particularly a a safe environment. And, uh, Father, just at the beginning of our service, we would like to pray, Lord, for the situation in Israel. And, Father, pray that you'd be with families who who are worried about those who have been uh, taken hostage. We pray, Father, for families who have lost loved ones. And we pray, God, for wisdom for the government and for what they are to do in this situation. God, we pray that you would bring those evil men or women to justice that have been doing this um, the past day, the past 24 hours. And we pray, God, that you would be with all of the emergency services, Lord, who are tending the wounded and the dying. And we just pray that you would strengthen them in this task. And always we thank you for that psalm that we just read a portion of. We thank you, Lord, that you know us. God, you know us better than anyone else. You know us better than we even knew ourselves. And Lord, that, that is just an amazing fact, Lord, that we're given in Scripture, that God, such a, a wonderful, majestic God, should love us and care for us. So I do pray, Lord, that tonight as we listen to uh, the Male Voice Choir, as we partake in the worship ourselves, that, that everything that we do, everything that we say, everything that we sing would be, Lord, for your honor, for your glory, and a way of thanking you this evening for how good you are to us in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to stand and we're going to sing about God's faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, and he's a faithful God to us.
0: My blood. Bad.
2: this is an evening that I always look forward to we're here to give thanks for the harvest and to worship the Lord in praise and to be led by the Donahodee male choir is really just beautiful first John chapter 3 says if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need but has no pity on him how can the love of God be in him dear children Let us not love with words or tongue, but by action and in truth. These verses are at the centre of the work of Storehouse North Down. Since we were set up in 2012, we have been very aware of the faithfulness of the Lord. When we needed uh, premises, they were provided. When we needed donations to pay the rent, they were provided. Churches who support us, like this church here, continue to be so generous. We're blessed too in the schools in our city and surrounding areas for their Christian ethos. They support us with collections of their harvest service. Many local businesses also support us. There are drop-off points in all Eurospar, the co-op at Valley Home, Home Bargains, churches to name but a few. Storehouse works through referrals from many agencies, from social workers, Christians Against Poverty, St. Vincent de Paul, Simon Community, Women's Aid, again to mention only a few. We know that anyone that is referred to us has been assessed and is really in need. We work throughout North Down, from Hollywood right down the lower arts. The need continues to increase. We give out 30 to 40 hampers per week. Each hamper contains a full week's groceries, fresh vegetables, and a voucher for the local butchers so that we can say that the ingredients are there for good meals. In a month, we give out over 10,000 pounds worth of groceries. And we are only open two days a week. So you can see what the need is. During the first two weeks in December, we will give out around 400 hampers. In those hampers, we include Christmas fare and a little gift, perhaps a link set set for a meal or um, a toilet set, toiletries and things like that for ladies. Can I just say to you, I know you support us so well, but if you're buying mince pies, Christmas puddings or Christmas cakes, could you please buy ones without alcohol in them? Because we we cannot give out ones that do have alcohol, because we don't know whether that little bit of alcohol can trigger a problem in someone, or if someone has a problem in it. So, um, just a wee thing to be aware of there. We are blessed with a brilliant team of uh, volunteers, from Pauling, our manager, Valerie, helpline manager, to all who sort and date donations. You'd be surprised how many out-of-date things we get. Uh, And also our volunteers who make up the hampers. Our volunteers, as in many, many charities, are all older, retired folk. We would love to see some younger ones volunteering. So if you've taken early retirement and you're younger than... us, (laughs) us, <laughs> um, why don't you have a wee word with me afterwards or with Valerie, and we could arrange for you to come in maybe in November, two hours a week, for four weeks, and then to help at the Christmas hampers, and that would give you an idea of the work we have to do. We're really indebted to the Reverend Shaw and the session of Bally Crockham Church for their continued support for Storehouse North Down. You know, you have a great storehouse rep here in Jim uh, McKnight. Jim is brilliant. And we just thank you, Jim, for all your hard work. It's much appreciated. <laughs> and we also thank the congregation because without the support of people like you, Storehouse could not do the work that we do. It is really much appreciated. We're coming into quite a, um, a busy time when schools are having harvests, churches are having harvests, and we do get a, load donation, a lot of donations, but it's great to have all those volunteers who help us. And lastly, but not least, a big thank you to Donahue, the email VoiceWire for their con- uh, continued support. And thank you again for leading us so beautifully with your praise. Thank you very much.
1: Now is your opportunity, uh, we're going to collect an offering um, and all the proceeds will go to Storehouse this evening. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we're reminded of you talking to your disciples and talking about going to the the hungry and going to the naked and visiting in prison and going to the sick. And Lord, then they say to you, well, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you naked? When did we see you um, in prison? when did we see you ill? You say, when you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. And Lord, we thank you that that's what Storehouse does uh, week in, week out, year in, year out. And Lord, we're more conscious now than ever of, of rising prices, of inflation, of difficulty, the cost of living crisis. And Father, we we just, we want to pray the blessing upon Storehouse, that you would continue that support, Lord, from churches and from organizations, that, Father, that you would, that they would never find that they are short, but that every mouth is fed and every family is cared for. And Lord, we pray that as this happens, Lord, that we can point to you, Lord, you're the reason that we want to do this. You're the reason that we want to reach out. And Lord, we need to feed the hungry before they'll listen to the gospel. And that's our responsibility. So Lord, we just thank you for people like Margaret. And Lord, we just pray that that service will continue. Uh, We thank you that Jim, we've got a privilege of Jim being in our congregation and now being on the board of Storehouse. Lord, we thank you for his faithfulness every week, and we just pray that you'd bless him and honor him for that also. But Lord, we ask that everything that is done would be glorifying to you. Uh, Lord, you know what the future holds. You know how difficult things might become. Um, But Lord, we thank you that as we've been singing, you are faithful, and you're our provider and our guide and protector. Lord, we pray that for Storehouse, we pray it for here also, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Now it's an opportunity again to uh, worship God and really thank him for his faithfulness and his goodness. us it's a it's my heart is filled with thankfulness that's quite an emotional one my heart is filled often we can sing the words and it just comes off very easily and it's easy to do that but let's let's stand let's worship god and really thank him for all the good things that he gives us and does for us let's Thank you very much, gentlemen, and uh, I'm glad you sang when I Survey the Wondrous Cross because that's my favourite hymn of all time, so really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, I'm only doing a short devotional uh, tonight. I'm not going to keep you long. Um, I'm going to read from John chapter 4, verses 25 to 39. Uh, we sort of come into the passage where Jesus has gone out of his way to meet this woman at the well and we're told that he was very tired and he needed a drink and he asked her for a drink which started a conversation and started a conversation about where they should worship and so forth and uh the woman um uh, was wasn't the typical woman uh, wasn't the typical religious woman and they had a lovely interesting conversation so we start into verse 25 to 39 where the woman said, I know that the Messiah who's called Christ is coming, and when he comes, he'll explain everything to us. And then Jesus declared, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples returned, and they were surprised to find him talking with a woman, but no one asked, what do you want, or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town, and she said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way towards him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say four months more and then the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the reaper draws his wages. Even now he harvests the crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus to say, one sows and another reaps is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. And this is the word of God it's not what I expected. Uh, I wonder how many times you've heard that phrase used, perhaps referring to a holiday, or maybe a university, or a new job, or a marriage. It's not what I expected. Uh, This passage must be one of the most popular passages, and one of the most preached on passages in our churches today the woman at the well, the Samaritan, the woman who comes at noonday to get her water instead of coming early in the morning, the woman who had five husbands and is now living with a man. Jesus, on his journey to Galilee, he makes a massive diversion in order just to meet this woman because God sees in her a potential harvest. The disciples, they have been away picking up some groceries in the local town, And when they meet up with Jesus again, he's speaking with this woman. And they could easily have said, it's not what I expected. When I left to follow you, I did not expect that our mission would be going to speak to a Samaritan woman at a well in the middle of nowhere. This is not what I bought into. This is not what I expected. And John tells us exactly what their reaction is. He says, They were shocked to find him talking to a woman, but none had the nerve to ask, what do you want with her or why are you talking to her? I want you to notice from this passage that Jesus had an incredibly important lesson that he had to teach his disciples, namely that a harvest may not always be where you expect to find it. We start in verse 7 with a woman of Samaria came to draw water. And we finish in verse 39 with, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him. We start off with one woman, and we end up with many believers. Because of one woman's testimony, a spiritual harvest may not always be where you expect it to be. You know, we live in a very changing world. The world today, it's vastly different to what it was even 25 to 30 years ago, businesses are different, wars are fought differently, the economy is different, the media is different, morals are different, even our weather is different. We live in a world which is very different to what it was when we were younger. Something farmers are surely more aware of in recent years is how even harvest has changed. Because from a time when there were longer stretches of sunshine and they were allowed more time to bring the harvest into recent years when farmers do the same amount of work for harvest, but they have to do it in fewer days to try and get the dry spells and to get the harvest in. So tractors, especially at Straban, when I was in Straban, you could see them at 12 o'clock, 11, 12 o'clock at night, going up and down the roads, busy, 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 trying with a short stretch of good weather to try and get the harvest in. But living in such a, a place that we're in today, we find that mission is different. Outreach is different. Reaching other people with the gospel is different. Even back in, in Moses' day and Jesus' day, you compare those together And you will find that back in Moses' day, Moses stood up and he spoke to thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. Jesus' day, we're told he spoke to multitudes, was roughly about 150 people. So even mission back then in in that span of time in the scriptures, mission changed. And today we have to start to think about where is the harvest? Jesus tells his disciples, open your eyes and look at the harvest. He's he's standing away from everything religious. He's nowhere near the temple. He's nowhere near Jerusalem. He's out in the middle of nowhere, and yet he's able to reach this woman at the well with, with a tremendous message that I am the Messiah. I am the one you're waiting for. And so sometimes we have to start to think out of the box and uh, to, to go and meet people where they're at. Numbers weren't really, Jesus didn't really worry about how many people he had that would listen to him. He often went to individuals, the woman at the well. He goes to the Jairus. He goes to his home and his little daughter has just passed away. He goes to the blind man. He goes to the leper who's living in the valley of death and he goes and heals him. You look at Jesus, and a lot of it is connecting with people. It's not necessarily standing with the thousands in front of him, but it is talking on a one-to-one. And that's why the church today, that's why we today, we can look forward to a harvest if we work as a body of Christ, if each person filled with the Spirit of God is going to have that effect upon their neighbor, upon their friend, upon their workmates. And that's why Jesus said to his disciples, he said, you will do much more than I can do. I am, yes, limited, one man at the moment, fully human, but yet son of God. But yet I'm limited to where I go and who I speak to. But he says, you will, in the future, you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and you'll go out and you'll be able to reach people that I can never reach. And that's why it's so important as the body of Christ with everybody having their own responsibility, their own gift, and lived in the Spirit of God, guided by God, and we can have a harvest. We can have a harvest. And that's what God wants to do. There are folk in this community who don't know the gospel. There are folk in this community who are lost without Christ. There are folk in this community who are discouraged, and need a shoulder to cry on. There are different ways for mission, and we need to be aware of that. We think of Margaret and Storehouse, for example. That is another way, that is a creative way of sharing Jesus with people who are going through a struggle, going through a need. So let's just pray, I've kept you long enough, but let's just pray about what Jesus is, is wanting from us here. Lord, we thank you that you are interested in individuals. Lord, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Otherwise, many folks sitting down here would not be here. Lord, you're interested in me. You came to me, and you, you challenged me about giving my life to you. And likewise, you go to individuals, you touch individuals, And we pray that you would continue to do this, that you would raise us up, Lord, that we would be living witnesses, light, salt to our friends, to our neighbours, to our workmates, to those in the community, to the person down in the spar that's serving us, that we might be living witnesses and that you might just touch folk, Lord, um, that you want to touch just like that woman at the well. Lord, help us always to have time for people that you went out of your way to get this one woman and to reach her with the gospel and through her to reach many in that Samaritan village. Help us, God, to be open to what you want us to do, what you want us to be, what you want us to say, and who you want us to reach. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're going to finish our service this morning, or this evening, with For the Beauty of the Earth. just remind you we have a wee supper and it would be lovely if you could stay behind and uh, have a wee bit of fellowship and a wee bit of crack. Okay, let me say the benediction. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and evermore. Amen. Thank you.